Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. This is episode 186, and uh, this is a special 4th of July uh, uh, show. And uh, thank you for everybody that has joined in with us. I know it's probably been a long day for you. It certainly has been for me. Uh, Doc has actually uh, just talked to him a few minutes ago on his way back uh, from Florida. And uh, he's going to be in the saddle, ready to go tomorrow uh, with episode 187. So he'll be uh, raring to go and getting back in the swing of things. Uh, so, uh, but looking forward to the show tonight. Uh, had a great Fourth of July. I hope that you did as well. And uh, we actually went out to uh, Travelers game. Travelers. Uh, is actually an affiliate, uh, the AA affiliate of the Seattle Mariners here at Little Rock. Uh, have a beautiful stadium. It's really, really good. Super hot out there tonight, by the way. Uh, over 100 degrees. It was way too hot to be out there. But once the sun went down, the wind's blowing. It's pretty good. Uh, but man, it just takes it out of you. Then they had a phenomenal fireworks show at the end. It's probably over 6,000 people there, six to 7,000. Uh, it was it was a really good night. Uh, had all uh, most of the grandkids and uh, our kids, two of our three kids, and everybody had a great time. But anyway, I hope you had a good time as well. And uh, and not losing sight of what today is. Today is Fourth uh, of July. Uh, it is the day that we stop and celebrate America and the birth of America. Uh, and, uh, so I hope you took some time to reflect on that and, uh, and, uh, the men and women that have shaped this country, uh, from our founders to those that have fought and died in wars and, uh, those that have served in different capacities. Uh, I have a, uh, I, I think is a really, really, uh, strange, strange, uh, thought tonight, uh, and I'm doing this at night. I'm doing it, uh, actually, uh, it's early July 5th when I'm doing it. I just didn't get uh, with everything going on today, but it is a July 4th show. Um, but I, I understand people download at different times, so it's not like a live show anyway. Uh, even though we uh, have some great people that join us, I appreciate you joining us so very much. But um, uh, it's really a conundrum, and the conundrum is this, and think about it. I, it hit me today. I was been thinking about this show for uh, a couple of days, and I knew I was going to do it. Uh, and I was thinking about why those of us who love America do love it, and then why are those who, let's just say it, they hate America. They hate everything it stands for. Uh, some feel like that, you know, it's uh, imperialism, it's uh, colonialism and, and whatever else is. Um, and, and I would say that a lot of people, not not everybody, but a lot of people that hate America uh, are just. I, I, they're ignorant. And when I say ignorant, that doesn't that I'm not being demeaning or I'm not meaning to be demeaning. Uh, I didn't say stupid. I didn't say, um, you know, some other, uh, you know, juvenile word. I, I said ignorant. And the word ignorant means to lack knowledge. Uh, you know, the, the, the Bible says, Hosea says, my people will be destroyed for lack of knowledge. Uh, and that's, that is the pure definition of ignorance. 
And, um, and, and when I say ignorance, um, it's, it's twofold. One, uh, ignorance in that you've listened to a lot of millennials, a lot of young people listen to some crackpot, uh, high school teacher or professor, you know, has never really accomplished anything in their life. And, and a lot of them, a lot of them have, have traveled extensively. A lot of them have never been out of America. And they've never spent time in other countries, uh, or, or at least they've never looked at, uh, maybe they have traveled other countries. So I'm not, I'm not, not wanting to paint everybody with a broad brush, but there's, there's some, you know, psychology to hating America. Um, and, and that's not really even what I want to talk about. I do want to talk about loving and hating America tonight. And I'm going to talk about why you should love it, why you should not hate it. Uh, not, not thinking for a moment that I'm going to convince those that, that hate America. Uh, but, I, but probably for, for more reasons than anything is to reaffirm your love for this country. But I think it's a fascinating juxtaposition or juxtaposition of why some hate America, uh, and some love America and then how they actually feel about government. That is the juxtaposition that I want to examine tonight. Uh, but I do think a lot of people hate America because they've been told to hate America. You know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, and, and that's almost, you know, it's kind of like, uh, as, as ignorant as, as hating your parents. Your parents feed you, they clothe you. But you know, in high school, when you're 16, 17, it's actually, it's uncool to like your parents. I, I don't know if it's still that way. I don't think that we, I'm 61, so you know, I'm old. Uh, and, and so I grew up in a different time. Uh, but even, even when I was 16 or 17, it's been so long, it's, it's hard to remember, but I, I don't remember a lot of people expressing at 16, 17, 18, you know, how much they love their parents to all their friends and peers. I think you kind of, you know, you respected the fire out of your parents. But I don't think you stood around and, and said, you know, my, my, my dad's so cool or I love my mommy, you know. Um, and, and you did. You would you would give your life for them. But in your ignorance as a 16, 17-year-old, you you know, you, you got to get a little age on you to look back and go, man, I'm so blessed. I got a mom and dad that gave, you know, everything for me and that I ever had anything but just the very best intentions and feelings toward these two human beings is, is just deplorable on its face. But, but let's face it. It's, you know, it's when you're immature, whether, whether it's in 1970 or it's in 2022, uh, I, I don't think that is a generational thing. I think it is a, it's a peer pressure thing. It is a maturity thing, uh, where it's cool to, uh, not think your parents are cool. I think saying hate is, is different, but, but a, a, a little bit of disdain. Let, let's put it that way. I think that would be fair, even though that's a little harsh, but, but I think it's fair that, you know, it's kind of cool to disdain your parents. It's not cool to, to, to say, you know, man, my mom and dad's cool. And I'm talking about at 16 or 17. Well, I think that same lack of maturity is exactly where you get this hate America. Because if you think about it, it makes no sense whatsoever. 
It, it just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to, to, to hate the greatest country on the face of the earth. It just doesn't. Uh, when you look at what America has done, when you look at what America has given, uh, and America's not sinless. America's not without fault. Uh, America's not without shortcomings. Certainly so. Uh, but you have to, you have to look at the whole picture. It's like I said on the show the other day on episode 185, you know, to, to look at anything, you have to look at it from, it's past, it's present, and it's future. That's you, me, that's, that's America, that's anything you look at. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's cool to, to hate America. You know, I mean, think about it. You had Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. I mean, never, okay, she worked for a hospital, but that job was really just kind of handed to her. You know, she, she was not qualified for it. And I would say that if that were any Republican, it's just true. Um, and Barack Obama never had a job. Joe Biden's never had a job. And, 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 but let me be clear. There's a lot of Republicans that never had a job that are in, in government. So, uh, I'm not just picking on these, but, but these folks that I mentioned to you, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, the Bidens, they hate America and they taught students to hate America. Michelle Obama even said when she became uh, first lady, said, you know, uh, when when uh, Barack Obama was elected the first time that for the first time in her life, quote, for the first time in my life, I'm proud of America because you elected my husband. I guess I, that was the inference. Um, and so, you know. It's cool. It's cool. I guarantee you just if, if you were 16 or 17 years of age and you went to high school on, uh, you know, in September or whatever, when school starts back and you stood up and somebody said, you know, what would you like to write your first English paper on? How much I love my mom and dad. You get laughed out of the building. But I think the same people that would laugh at you at the building for saying that you loved your mom and dad, if you stood up and said, I love America, you would get laughed out of the building, unless you went to a very conservative private school. If you went to a public school, you stood up and said, I'm going to write my thesis on I love America, you would be laughed out of the building. So it's cool to hate America. But here's the strange thing. You know, uh, we, we talk about how America is so... Uh, uh, unjust and America is, you know, hates, uh, you know, is, is, uh, what's the word, uh, you know, is, 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 uh, mean to, but that's not the word I'm looking for, you know, is, 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 is not a good place for homosexuals. And, but again, you gotta look at that in context. If you go to Saudi Arabia, you get killed. You know, if you go to any, you know, all the, any of the Muslim countries, you get killed. You, you go to some of the more conservative countries that are not even Muslim and, well, in Russia. It's not Muslim, but you go to Russia and, and, and I'm telling you, you, you may not get killed, but you get jailed or you get, you know, it won't be like it's, it is here. And besides, I know, very few of anybody that I know personally, and I know a lot of people, and you know a lot of people, and I don't know anybody that hates gay people. I think people hate that that lifestyle's crammed down our throat on every commercial. I think a lot of people uh, hates that that lifestyle's crammed down our throat on every sitcom and every 
uh, detective show because they have to have a homosexual in there uh, in the show. Uh, and and I, my question has always been, if it's so natural, why do you have to cram it down my throat? If it's normal, if it's natural, if it's as natural as being heterosexual, if it's as natural as being straight, then, then you know, why do you have to have make special uh, accommodations? Why do you have to have your own flag? Why do you have to have parades? We don't have straight parades. We don't have straight flags. But my point, I'm, I'm getting off the point. The point is this. In America, uh, people don't care what you do. And, and yeah, I, I would, I would sit here and say absolutely that, that homosexuality is, is against the Bible and it's immoral. But so is adultery. But you don't, uh, here's the thing. You don't see jewelry companies or greeting card companies or Hollywood producers said, oh, we've got to have an adulterer on this show. We've got to have somebody that cheated on their husband or wife in this commercial. So they're not trying to push adultery. Now, that was done for the last 30 years, but see, they've moved on. Did you realize that? For the last 30 years, there's been adultery, there's been fornication, there's been all these things that are that are diametrically opposed to the scripture. Uh, we we have been inundated with them uh, through the medium of television and now uh, streaming. So this is just the progression. And listen, it will not stop. It didn't stop with adultery and and uh, and fornication, which is sex outside of marriage for any, someone who's not married. Adultery is sex with someone other than your spouse and you are married. Uh, but it, it, it didn't stop there. So the next digression was homosexuality. And it's not going to stop there. We've already seen it. The next step is transsexualism. The next step after that is pedophilia. I, I guess the next step after that is bestiality. I, I don't know. I don't think it stops. I think it just it gets more and more and more and more deplorable. But with all of that and with me even getting on my Christian soapbox here, man, I you know, I do, I do business with people. I, uh, you know, have interaction with people. I was just talking to one of my business partners about, uh, you know, a supplier and using someone, uh, that just started a new business that, that we can access as one of our suppliers. Uh, and this person has to be, happens to be homosexual. Well, I didn't say, no, we're not going to do business with them because they're homosexual. Did I, would I be lying if I said I didn't think about, and it never was mentioned in the conversation with my business partner, but I didn't say, oh no, we can't do business with so-and-so because they're homosexual. You know what the conversation was? Yeah, man, you know, he started this new business. Uh, let's, let's give him a shot. Let's, let's use him. Let's, let's try to help him out. So I don't, I don't think, and here I am, I, I preach, you know, uh, and minister and, and speak of the word of God, the Bible. But I don't, I don't hate gay people no more than I hate adulterers or idolaters or fornicators. Uh, because all of us are saying that comes short of the glory of God. But what we're talking about tonight is the people who love America and the people who hate America because it's July the 4th. 
And the people that hate America say, well, I hate America because uh, America is oppressive like they used to be. Said they, they like to use the analogy of the ignorance of Democrats who fought against, say, I, I'm going to, I'm going to educate some folks tonight. Not, not necessarily you, but the people that maybe you get to listen to this. And oh, by the way, make sure that you subscribe on your favorite, uh, whatever your favorite medium is of listening to the Doc Washburn show. And again, I am Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. Uh, he'll be back in episode 186. Um, so make sure you subscribe, make sure that you uh, follow, make sure that you turn your not- notifications on uh, and you know when the show is, is going to be uh, you're notified and uh, you follow us or subscribe, whatever uh, your particular platform may do. But we're talking this July the 4th and we're talking about uh, those who love and hate America and why. And those that hate America, hate America. Uh, because, well, they don't know why they hate America. That's just it. If they were to take any time and look at it, and we're going to do that tonight. We're going to take some time and we're going to look at it. But if they would take any time whatsoever and look at America, they, they literally could not, uh, it would be impossible for them to hate America. Uh, we'll be right back. I'm going to delve into this. I'm going to give you a conundrum about conservatives uh, and liberals and their relationship, love, hate, uh, whatever that may be with America uh, and uh, the the uh, analogy with uh, big government versus smaller government and, uh, and the direct correlation of, of the actual total and complete uh, opposite effect that it has on their love or hate for America. Fascinating stuff. We can get to it. This is our special July the 4th uh, edition. This is the Doc Washburn Show. This is Donnie Copeland. I'll be right back. You try to buy a car recently, realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. You sure will. Uh, Red River Your Way is a tremendous, tremendous group of people. Uh, one more uh, one more advertisement we're going to get right into 
the love-hate relationship in America. This is July the 4th, Doc Washburn Show. Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. We'll be right back. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who've been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton... Make sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt of the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit justinmintonlaw.com today. All right, this is a special July the 4th edition of the Doc Washburn Show. It's Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. We're talking about the love-hate relationship uh, with America, how liberals hate America, and uh, how conservatives love America. Now, here is a fascinating conundrum as far as I'm concerned, and that is the thought process uh, and the... uh, the observation that if, if you think about it, uh, conservatives want less government, but they love America. Think about this for a minute. minute. Conservatives want less government, uh, very vehemently so, but they love America. But yet, liberals want more government, but they hate America. So the thing that they hate, they want more of. And those who, the thing they love, they want less. Now, think about that with me for a moment. The the position of the Democrat is, or the liberal, or the communist, I don't think there's even liberals anymore, Democrats, just communists. I don't even use socialists. I think we've passed that. Seriously. I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic. I, I think it's, it's, it's just true. But if you think about it, liberals want the U.S. government to expand, but they hate America. Because here's why I think this is true. And conversely, conservatives want the U.S. government to greatly contract or to shrink, but they love America. Um, and I think it, the re, the difference is this. You see, I, I believe that um, liberals, one, do not understand the context of America and the world. 
they've had a professor brainwash them. They've never looked at it for themselves. They've never pushed back. It's like reporters who've never pushed back. It's like the reporter the other day on CNN when the, uh, was it Deese? I won't say John, but I don't think that was his first name. John Deese, who is with the, uh, with the Biden administration and said, well, yeah, uh, cause the CNN guy said, you know, $5 gas, you know, how long is that going to take? So it's going to take as long as it needs to until the liberal, uh, global, uh, you know, agenda is, is, uh, implemented. What does that even mean? But instead of uh, pushing back and saying, well, uh, so why is it more important to have a liberal, a one world liberal order? It was, it was fascinating. He didn't use one world order. He used a liberal uh, order, which I thought was kind of a softening. Uh, so because one world order seems so ominous and it is, by the way. So, um, but why didn't, why didn't the CNN re- reporter push back and say, what do you mean? Why, why is a liberal world order more important, uh, when you could just drill for more, uh, fossil fuels in America like Trump did and gas could be under two bucks a gallon? But he didn't. And why doesn't the student, uh, in a class when someone says, you know, America is imp- imperialistic, and say, okay, America's imperialistic. Well, uh, what about the countries that take over, uh, America of all the countries they have gone in and conquered or they've gone in and righted the wrongs? And there's been a lot of stuff War Inc. has done and the big, uh, military apparatus has done that, that they are certainly and completely not peers of the driven snow. Don't get me wrong. And don't get me started on that. I, I think it's called basically the military industrial complex and it's war ink and it's all the establishment wanting another war so they all can get rich on, uh, all the different, you know, uh, defense contractors. Um, but at the core, here's the thing. When America does, um, conquer a land, Typically, they leave it much, much better than they found it. And probably the wars is the worst, uh, because I think that's actually the worst of America is the, uh, is, is having our young men and women die in countries. Uh, so CEOs and government, uh, officials and politicians can get wealthy off of the backs of the lives of, of young men and women. Um, but, uh, th- there's so little pushback ab- about just America being evil. And I know I just, I just, uh, you know, kind of rained on my own parade here, but, but again, even with all of our faults, even with all of our, uh, missteps, even with a lot of, a lot of, uh, Miss, uh, use of the power that we have been granted and we have, you know, we have fought for. Uh, there's still not another country on the face of the earth that is more benevolent and, uh, more, uh, I, I think has been used greater 
for good at the end of the day? Have we created a lot of havoc? Have we shed a lot of blood? Absolutely. But if you, if you look at, it, especially in the earlier years, if you go back before Bush, you go back to the earlier years, there was not as much. We've done more nation building in the last, um, few years than we have in a long time. And when we leave a country, we typically, you know, we don't try to move in and, and to commandeer it. Uh, we just, we don't do that. We stay too long. Definitely. Um, so I think it's fascinating. It's, it's, it's just fascinating that, uh, Republicans want smaller government, but love America. Because see, I believe, uh, Republicans and, and let me back up, not Republicans, conservatives, they, they, when they look at America, they don't look at America as a government. They look at uh, America as an ideal. They look at America as a, a collective of people who are benevolent and good. Did you know a fascinating, uh, number or statistic? Is that 95% of all the missionaries, Christian missionaries that have been sent around the world, 95% of them come from America. And so if you want to look at it, don't, don't look at it from a, um, a, a physical or a material standpoint. Just look at it strictly from eternity. Look at it from the spiritual only. And if you were to take America off of the face of the earth, that and, uh, what a hundred years ago, if you would have erased America, that 95%, there would be 95% less missionaries evangelizing the world today without America. <clears throat> that's pretty, that's pretty astounding in and of itself. So again, this, this special July the 4th of the Doc Washburn show, uh, Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn, and he'll be back tomorrow with episode 187. This is episode 186, uh, the July 4th edition of the Doc Washburn Show. So it's not to say that America is perfect. It's not to say that America is not without faults. Uh, but th- there's just something about it that when you live in a country, uh, if you live in Spain, you are, you ought to be proud of Spain. You ought to love Spain. If you live in, uh, in Czechoslovakia, if you live in Poland, uh, you ought to be in love with Poland. Um, you know, I live in Arkansas. I'm, I lived for years in Texas. I'm from Louisiana, but I have a special place in my heart for all three of those states for different reasons. Louisiana, uh, the LSU Tigers is, you know, I, I grew up. I, I, when I was six years old, I was sitting by the radio listening to him on Saturday night play. And, you know, Burt Jones and Tommy Casanova and Al Coffey and Rydell Melanson, you know, Tom, that's say Tommy Casanova and, you know, these, 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 uh, great, great, you know, players from, from bygone era. Um, but the Louisiana is in my blood, you know, it's, it's where I was born and I love it. But I'm in Arkansas now and I, I, I love Arkansas. Uh, I'm still an LSU fan, but I, I love the state of Arkansas. I love the people of Arkansas. I'm, I'm loyal to Arkansas. Not, not necessarily the university, 
Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, but Louisiana's in my blood. Texas, 16 years, two of our three children were born there. So Texas will always have a special place. North Texas, or Texas in general, but North Texas will always have a, a special place, Sherman, north of Dallas, because we spent 16 years there. And I think that's a, I think that's really just kind of normal. It's kind of like neighborhoods. You live in a neighborhood. So the neighborhoods, you know, you drive by that old neighborhood, you go, man, that was a cool place because you live there. So what, what happens to you when you live in a, uh, in a place and, and you hate it? Not only, not only past tense, but present tense. Well, let's go a step farther. Past and present. It's all you've ever known. How do you hate it? I don't understand that. I, I do not understand that. So the only way that you can hate it is that you, you focus only on the negative. Now I've mentioned negative to you here tonight. When, uh, oh, and here, here's a fascinating thing. Here I am a conservative speaking out against the war in Ukraine. And has spent sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. Uh, and yet liberals who say they're against war are advocating for it. See, it's, it's nothing easy. It's nothing easy about politics, nothing easy about, uh, global, you know, events and, and, and relationships. There's nothing cut and dried about it whatsoever. And I certainly don't think here, uh, in this July 4th special here on the Dot Washburn show, Donnie Copeland sitting in for Dot Washburn. Don't forget to subscribe or like or follow and make sure you have your notifications set on and tell somebody about the show. But it's just something abnormal when you hate your parents when you, you're not 16 any longer. If you still hate your parents when you're 40, and your parents didn't beat you. They didn't sexually assault you. You just hate your parents. There's something wrong with you. I'm not, I'm not talking about people that have been assault, uh, assaulted or, uh, or, you know, molested or, or something really just, just devastating. That's, I'm, not, I'm talking about the normal person. If you're 40 and you hate your parents, there's something wrong with you. If you're 40 and you hate, the state you live in, you, you just, you can't allow yourself to love where you lived. And there was nothing happened to you. You just hate it because. You know, I think if you ask most people, I, I, uh, I exchange ideas with this young lady on Facebook and I know her from, from a distance. I, I don't know her, know her, but I know her family and I knew her as a little girl and, and she's, you know, 20 something, uh, very idealistic, very liberal. And, uh, we, we have good exchanges. It's never gotten nasty. I wouldn't do that anyway, but, but you can tell, you know, and I, and I don't, when I, when I do get her to where she can't answer the question, I don't, I don't rub it in. I don't, you know, I don't even really even, uh, make, uh, notice that, Hey, you can't answer the question. I will come back sometime and say, you know, are you going to answer that question? Uh, but I don't say, Oh, you don't have an answer. Uh, 
And I did say one time, you know, it's okay if you, if you just don't agree with me, you don't necessarily have a comeback or an answer for, for the point I made. But if you just want to say, you know, that's just how I feel, then, you know, that, that is an answer. That's not a legitimate answer, but it is, you know, that's just how you feel. Then that's okay. That's just being honest. So, you know, that's kind of the kind of exchanges we have, but, but you can tell, you know, what she does is spout, uh, talking points she's heard from MSNBC, from Young Turks, from, you know, um, late night television. She doesn't speak for her, you know, with her own mind. She doesn't think about it, uh, objectively. Everything's subjective. Everything is based on what someone else has told her. It's it, so it seems. And I think that's the, I think that is the genesis of the hate for America. Now you have people, you have people who are avowed Marxists. You have the, uh, you know, the, the, um, Obamas who, you know, Here's the thing. America has afforded the Obamas to have what now? Six homes. You know, uh, America voted for the Obamas. It wasn't blacks. It wasn't liberals. It was middle America. It was white people voted Barack Obama in. But they hate America. They hate it. Every time they get a chance to apologize for it. They do it. Joe Biden was over in, you know, where was he in? Maybe Spain or Greece, uh, apologizing for America. So, uh, Brazil, maybe. Yeah, he was in Brazil, I think. Um, and so they're, they're always apologizing. Remember, uh, Barack Obama went on his apology tour when he was running, I think the first time, his apology tour of America. And it's, it's, it's like, can, can you not think for yourself? Can you not just, you know, say, hey, man, I had bad experiences in Chicago and I was treated bad and, you know, I grew up in a single uh, parent home. Um, you know, or, or even be more honest and say, you know, I got subjected to some really liberal people and all of them were Mar- Marxists and their whole goal is to make America bring it down. Uh, equal with all these countries that are Marxist that, you know, are driving 1964 cars. Uh, and, and, you know, Fidel Castro, which is amazing. Fidel Castro to this day is a absolute hero to the left. And when you look at that country, uh, I mean, they're stuck in the sixties. Their technology is in the sixties. Everything about the country. Uh, is, 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 is like stepping back in time, you know, 50, 60 years ago. Um, and, and yet, you know, the guys murdered tens of thousands, if not millions of people. Go to Florida and talk about Fidel Castro to the people of South Florida. They'll tell you what a monster he is. But to the liberal in Columbia, the uh, university, the people at NYU, the people at, you know, in, uh, uh, in, in LA, he's a hero. They're wearing his t-shirt. It's ignorance. It's ignorance. That's all it is. It's ignorance. 
You see, the, the, the person who loves America is not ignorant to America's faults. They're not ignorant to America's shortcomings. They're not ignorant to the, uh, war ink and the, you know, the unnecessary wars. But even the wars, yeah, have, have we had atrocities? Have we had, you know, innocent people killed? Absolutely. That's, that's part of the horror of war. And that's why war should be the absolute last, uh, option. And here's the thing about sending young men and women to war. If a war's not important enough to send my kids, it's not important enough to send your kids. It's got to be life and death. It's got to be important enough that I would send my three boys. If I won't send my three boys, I don't need to send yours. Boys are girls. Um, but with all that, I, I, I love looking at, because only in America, it can you do a lot of the things that, you know, that you're able to do. Only in America is one of the few countries that you can uh, say pretty much anything you want to. It's getting less that way. And here's the fascinating thing. It, it, while we're on this about the right versus the left, one wanting more government but yet hating America, one wanting less government but yet loving America. Here's another fascinating paradox is that if you want to burn a flag, if you want to get up and say how much you hate America, I will defend your right to do so. But if I were to get up and espouse uh, heterosexualism, if I were to get up and espouse um you know, anything that the left opposes, they would want to shut me down. They would want to quiet me. They would want to destroy me. They'd want to dox me. But you're progressive. You're supposed to be about all about, uh, being, uh, someone who can, you know, listen to other ideas, right? You're, you're, you, Love wins. That's your, that's your hashtag, right? You're, you're, you're all about tolerance, but you can't tolerate my dissenting opinion that America is a great place. Let's talk more about the love hate relationship with America. Also, I wanted to, uh, close out the show a little bit later with uh something that flew a little bit under the radar this week. We talked about the EPA uh decision. We also talked about the uh with the Supreme Court that is the EPA decision, which is huge. And of course the the massive one was Roe v. Wade. Uh, and so uh but I want to talk to you about the Miranda rights uh uh decision. And I think that uh there may be some stuff that is being missed Obviously, it's not being missed by the mainstream media. It's been purposely misreported. Uh, but we'll delve into that right after these couple of messages. Be right back. We talk a lot about pushing back against the overreach of the federal government. What better example would there be than Obamacare? Are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare? 
the so-called Affordable Care Act make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you need to go to a website called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, Affordable Plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. And then that big, beautiful red button that says Schedule Call Now. You click on the red button, you book a free consultation with my friend, Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage, and he also makes sure that your personalized health coverage gives you a plan that doesn't force you to cover things like abortion, horrible things which would deeply offend your deeply held religious beliefs. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Click the big red button, schedule call now, book a free consultation with Art Wilborn. You make sure there are no gaps in your coverage, save money on your insurance at MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. Yeah, one more ad, then we're going to get right into the Supreme Court uh, decision, but I can just suffice to say, uh, man, call Art Wilborn. If you're having trouble with health care, uh, call myfamilyhealthplan.com. Go to our website. You'll find all the links there for all of our sponsors. You can click right there if you don't get a number or if you don't get a, uh, get the information you need. Just go to our website, dotwashburnshow.com, and it'll take care of it. We'll be right back as we talk about the Supreme Court here in just a moment. July 4th, uh, special edition of the Dot Washburn Show. Donnie Copeland sitting in for Dot Washburn. Be right back. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement? Call my friend, Jonathan Presswood, today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood and Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Yeah, a lot of times you think that, you know, you got to have a ton of money. Uh, listen, if you just want to retire comfortably, 
If you want someone to help you uh, with uh, handling finances and you don't know where to turn, you don't know where to, how to start savings. Uh, we had lunch the other day with Jonathan Doc and Brian and myself, and it's fascinating to hear Jonathan talk about taking people with just hardly no money whatsoever and helping them and, and just the, the satisfaction of seeing them grow their income and then years later be able to do the things that they had planned, you know, and wanted to do uh, in their future. So uh, make sure that you uh, don't buy into the, the thought that you have to have some massive amount of money to bring in a guy. No matter where you are, if you're in Arkansas or if you're in California or Connecticut, uh, go to our website uh, or go to edwardsjones.com, uh, Jonathan Presswood, uh, or go to our website and click on the Jonathan Presswood uh, Edwards Jones Investments. And uh, I think it's going to be, uh, uh, you, you'll love Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan's a, a Harvard grad, a very conservative, a great guy, really smart, young, great family man. You're going to really, really love doing business with Jonathan Presswood. Um, I am, um, you know, looking at and uh, thinking through this uh, Miranda Wright's uh Miranda Rice decision for the Supreme Court. And basically what the Supreme Court said was that, uh, if, if they maybe failed to read Miranda Rice or didn't give you full, uh, you know, full insight into your Miranda Rice, um, and, and that you said something, then, uh, that could be used against you, uh, uh, later. Uh, but but a judge also, as he does now, has the right to uh, suppress anything that you could have said if you were a suspect and your Miranda rights were not read. But all this said was basically that if they uh, if you said, OK, I killed the person and they had not read your Miranda rights, then you could be arrested uh, and it wouldn't be because and then. They could add to the report that you said I killed a guy before your Miranda rights were read. So, um, you know, it's, it's again one of those things to where um, I think the the police, uh, you know, I, and and I'm I'm a little different. I'm 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 you know very much pro law enforcement, but I'm not for uh, pro law enforcement and trapping people. Um, I, I think you're you're innocent until proven guilty, <clears throat> unless you were a January 6th uh, political detainee. Then we know that that is not the case. Um, you know, just like the other night, CNN had, I, I guess for 30 minutes, it was actually Sunday afternoon because we were at lunch at a really neat little Italian restaurant here in uh, North Little Rock. And they had CNN on. And they were interviewing uh, Brittany Griner, the WNBA player's wife, and uh, and I'm using quotations there. And uh, you know, talking about how she was using it, being used as a political pawn. I'm like, you know, I'm talking to the TV by this point. And I said, well, when are you going to have the January 6th uh, spouses on? And if you want to talk about somebody being used for a political pawn? Then you know, go to January 6th, folks. Not somebody that was caught with you know, hash in their, their vape overseas, which wasn't real bright. 
uh, also, and I think Doc's going to talk about this more tomorrow, so I won't spend a lot of time on it. Uh, but the shooting in Highland Park, which was a suburb of, uh, of, um, uh, Chicago, uh, and of course they were sure to tell us that it was a white person, uh, that did this. Uh, is it amazing that when it's somebody, uh, is, is, uh, of Hispanic or black origin, uh, that's, that's different. Um, uh, let's see, the guy's name is Robert Cremo the third. Uh, let's see, uh, Lamore, uh, the suspect fled after arresting officers attempted. He was actually up on a rooftop and shot into this, uh, into this parade. Um, uh, he did try to flee. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Um, I think it was about eight hours after he actually did the shooting. Uh, I was looking here to see if there was. Um, and, and here's another thing, uh, we have not found, um, uh, it, it does say he had, and this is not, this is a comment, this is not the news report, but honestly, I would take, uh, Palindrome 55's, uh, a, uh, a comment on the Breitbart's Website, I would literally take that, uh, over the, the mainstream media's report. Uh, it says, uh, uh, there are pictures of him in Antifa, uh, he had Antifa ties. There's pictures of him with Antifa gear. Uh, many left trolls are out here tonight trying to deflect. His dad ran for mayor of Highland Park in 2020 as a Democrat, uh, So, so it, everything here looks like you won't ever hear that. What you will hear is he was white, uh, but you won't ever hear that he was Antifa. Do you think for a moment if this guy was white and he was a member of the Proud Boys or if he was a member of, um, uh, the Tea Party of, uh, you know, Iowa, you don't think you would have heard about that? Speaking of not hearing about anything, uh, what about, all the guys dressed alike. And how many times is the FBI going to do this? These people are so unsmart. How many, uh, and, and what I'm jumping ahead to is, uh, have you heard anything lately from the, uh, uh, all the guys dressed the same that were going to crash the pride party in Idaho? Have you heard anything about that lately? No, you haven't. You know why you haven't? Because that was an FBI false flag. Anytime you see everybody dressed alike, listen, normal folks, normal militia, normal, they don't, one, they don't wear nerd gear. That's FBI. And they're all wearing khakis. They're all wearing red hats. They're all wearing, and, and that is so, uh, that is so kabuki theater. That is so, I don't know who's putting this garbage together. They need to get somebody better. They need to get somebody uh, that everybody doesn't have a $65 haircut and, uh, you know, look like they work out at Planet Fitness and look like they use, you know, high-dollar moisturizer and hair gel and they've got on, you know, 
neatly pressed khakis and blue polos and red hats. Uh, I mean, how pathetic. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be corrupt, at least get good at it, right? The FBI is terrible. I mean, they, they, they are as terrible as, as they are corrupt. And, and I've never, I've, you know, until the whole thing with Trump, Trump brought out the extreme level of corruptness in the FBI. And we've known for a long time, you know, how corrupt they are, but man, uh, they are so unbelievably corrupt. But think about it. Okay. We're talking about the shooting in Highland Park. And, and they made sure that we heard that it was a white guy, but we never, we never saw the pictures that are coming out now that he was a former, uh, a former, uh, Antifa, not former, current Antifa member. Oh, and by the way, Crosby, Stills and Nash returns to Spotify after protesting Joe Rogan. What a joke. What a joke. Liz Cheney says GOP can't survive if Trump is 2024. GOP nominee. No, Liz, you can't survive and the establishment can't survive. We're going to be fine if we get this election garbage fixed, this election integrity garbage fixed. Uh, yeah, I was talking to you. In fact, this is a July 4th special edition, edition. And, uh, I'm Donnie Copeland sitting in for Dot Washburn. And we, you know, we've been talking about people who love and those who hate America. Uh, uh, actress Jessica Chastain, a Zero Dark Thirty star, uh, went, uh, took to social media on the 4th of July to proclaim Happy Independence Day for me and my reproductive rights and shared a photo of herself. And, and here's the picture holding up, you know, two middle fingers. Classy, right? Uh, you know, here's the thing. Uh, let me see if I can find this. This, this is a toy of the day, hands down. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm going to, uh, play one more ad for you and then we're gonna do the toy of the day, uh, because you, you don't want to miss this toy of the day, okay? So I'll be right back. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your Blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux. Eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center 
501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. You're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on Find a Doctor Near You. And I sure hope you can. All right, next is our tweet of the day, and it's brought to you by Red River Your Way. Red River Your Way is this wonderful dealership that believes strongly in uh, a love for America and love for liberty. And uh, no matter where you are in the United States, make sure you go to Red River Your Way. Give them at least give them a shot. Say, hey, I'm looking at a uh, 2015 or you know a 2022 uh, Ford pickup, uh, Chevrolet. Dodge and I want to see if you could beat it. Doc Washburn show is the one that told me about it. This is the Doc Washburn show, July 4th edition, episode 186. I'm Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. Doc and uh, Peggy are en route to uh, Little Rock from Florida as we speak and should be coming in around 2.30 this morning. And then Doc's going to do episode 187 tomorrow. Uh, but I want to give you our tweet of the day, and then I want to play a special something for you before we get off the air here tonight, just in honor of July the 4th and all of our love for America. I want to say a special thank you to all of you that are listening live. I really appreciate uh, you so very much and that uh, you took the time on this July the 4th to uh, hang out with me. I appreciate you uh, so, so uh, very much. Uh, this is not the one, but this is good. Says, Liberals are so upset with Trump, you would think he stole 90% of the Haitian relief fund, sold 20% of our uranium to Russia, deleted 33,000 emails, and let innocent Americans die in Benghazi. Um, but uh, let's see who... Um, also, on this July 6th, let's not forget our January 6th detainees uh, tweet. I uh, put it on Facebook uh, that we we miss these people. Also, rest in peace, Dr. Zelenko. Dr. Zelenko was the uh, phenomenal doctor in New York who treated so many people and saved so many people. Uh, in fact, my wife to this day takes the prophylactic uh uh, remedy of Dr. Zelenko's, uh, and so, uh, I want to, uh, want to say a special, special, uh, thank you to Dr. Zelenko and, uh, prayers for his family, uh, during this, uh, terrible, terrible, uh, loss of Dr. Zelenko, died of cancer. Uh, some of you may or may not have heard of that. Um, but uh, I did want to give you one more thing here, um, and I thought I had it right here on my, let's see, on my uh, Twitter feed, and maybe I didn't, uh, but uh, I have something I want to, uh, I want to leave you with tonight. It's a uh Great thing. I remember hearing this uh, years and years ago, uh, and uh, I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, let's see. Um, 
Give me just a second, I'm because I, I want to find this. I want you to hear this if you've never heard it, uh, and and maybe you're on here, uh, uh, Canadian talks about how special America is, and uh, let's see, let's see if I can find it for you real quick. Um, um, also I want to mention to you, I think I mentioned this, but, um, uh, make sure that you go to our website and that you can check out, uh, all of our sponsors on, uh, on our website. You can just click on those, uh, links and they'll take you right there. Uh, and, and every, each and every one of those we use, and are, we're either already using as individuals or the show, uh, or different members of the show are using, uh, all the products. So there's not a product that we have that we are not either using or in the process of using. Uh, some are not, you know, like the, the, uh, financial, uh, planning and so forth. That's something that we kind of have to work our way into as individuals and as the show, but we, we have full faith in our advertisers. They do a wonderful job. They're all liberty loving people. Uh, and so, uh, so make sure that you go there, uh, and, and check it out and see. I'm trying to find this because I wanted to, uh, or talk about, uh, I mean, I want to leave you with this before we get off of here. Um, let's see. Uh, I think it may be. Uh, let's see, I, I know Paul Harvey did one. Uh, let's see. Let, let me let me do this one. I think this one may be the. Uh, no, that's not it. Um, I, I, and, and I may have to do it, you know, some other time. I, I, I didn't have a plan to do, uh, so I'm, I'm wasting your time. I certainly don't mean to do that tonight. Uh, but what I, I wanted you to hear this because of the, uh, because of it being the 4th of July, uh, and, and it basically talks about how America has been there for everybody else through the years. Uh, and, and I think John Wayne maybe, uh, d did something similar, but it's not the same thing. I, I, I know some of you have, have talked about it being John Wayne, but it was not. This was a Canadian and he was a radio personality. It's an older, uh, it's an older, uh, version. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'll try one more time to see if I can find it. If I can't, then we'll, we'll call it a night. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. I can't find it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Uh, let, let me leave you with this. Ten things to love about America. 
on an immigrant social media post to express love for the land of which he came. Okay, this is Ahmad Massad. Came to America in January 2012. He was from, um, let's see, he was from Armenia, I believe it was. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's really really powerful. Uh, so let me let me see if I can pull it up for you here real quick. Again, I'm I'm so sorry for uh, taking your time. Felt like we had a great show, and then I'm uh, trying trying to find this for you. Uh, so let me see if I can find it here real quick. Um, and uh, leave it with you. So I'm not finding it. So uh, I'm going to sign off again. I'm, I'm so sorry that I've taken your time. I did find the Ahmad Massad one, but it actually was behind a paywall. And uh, so, again, I didn't do my homework there. Uh, so I apologize for that. Thank you so much for listening to this special edition of the July 4th edition of the Dot Washburn Show. And a special thank you to all of you, Captain Jimmy and all of you guys, uh, for hanging out with me uh, tonight. It means the world to me. Uh, I'll be back on uh, some other time uh, sitting in for Doc. Doc is always so kind to include me and allow me to be a, a part of the show. And I'm so thankful that you're a part of the show. Don't forget to follow, to like, to subscribe, and then turn on your notifications so you know about the next episode. This is episode 186, special July 4th edition. Donnie Copeland in for Doc Washburn. Doc Washburn will be back, be back tomorrow uh, on fire, ready, rested and ready to go. 